welcome back to the newest meeting to the newest episode of the table with nisha nicole and christopher dallas welcome back so here at the table we have this open discussions about life love dating and sex and we do so in a way that's fun and uplifting without all the the division and dissent that you see and hear online often that's right we'll get this out one day yeah nisha, one day one day I <laughs> nisha nicole and i have been friends for about uh 20 years and number one we wanted to bring you guys inside of our friendship because number two we've each individually been through every single aspect and element within the realm of sex love and dating meaning married life single life and divorced and with that background being stated let's set up the show for today about 30 minutes into our show we'll have our show topic of the day which today we have a guest we're going to talk about narcissism and other emotional manipulators which are out there in the dating game can you see them coming do you know what they're like can you get out of their path if they're on the way 15 minutes into the show topic we'll into the show we'll talk about our buzz topic of the day which today is about tyrese and all of the shenanigans that he's gotten lately with his divorce and his new life we'll talk about it but on the year anniversary the podiversary of our podcast being one year we start off every single podcast with the monday morning report nisha nicole after one year of doing this show what do you have for us on the monday morning report for today oh i I'm just elated that we made it this far. So all of the advice that we got prior yeah. to starting the, the podcast was be consistent, be consistent, be consistent. And I feel like we've done that. We've been very consistent. We've uh, we've improved a lot because sometimes, I don't know, have you, do you go back and listen to some of the earlier episodes? No, but some of the people who have joined us within the last few months or so have gone back and listened. It's like, oh, you guys are way better than when you were when you first started, which I'll just take that as a compliment. Yes. <laughs> as a matter of fact, to celebrate, I meant to go back and listen to the pilot episode before this episode. That would have been cool. But um, I didn't, I, I just didn't have the time to do so, but it's been a, it's been a great journey so, so far. Okay. What's your number one Monday morning report story that you can recall or, or two, if, if you got those in the top two that you remember like, yeah, that was crazy or how mm. your life has changed, your dating life has changed over the course of the last calendar year. You would ask about the top <laughs> Monday morning reports. Hmm. Let me think about that one. Um, I, okay. The, um, when I was in Cancun, and, right 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 you know the almost hook up that but not hook up you know and can't <laughs> you know i've had a few failed hookups on on this show you so. did i think one of your <laughs> early episodes we talked about you went over some guy's house to have it go down and he couldn't close the deal that was the pilot episode what, the what, failed booty call the failed booty call on, yes. on episode number on one. Ep oh my on goodness episode one. Oh my goodness that story still resonates. That story still hurts, man. Guys, when the lady comes over your house and she's ready, you got to close the deal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he fumbled. <laughs> right. What about yours? What are your What are your some of your top? Well, I, similar to you, I had an almost sex where I went over the young lady's house and she was ready, but we ended up just drinking oh. and then praying. Right. Yes, the one with right. you. 
the prayer session. The prayer session. <laughs> the 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 sex session that was supposed to happen. The drinking yes. and then the prayer session that didn't and then no sex was had at all. And it wasn't because I couldn't close the deal. It was because that's what it just turned into. And I think it was organic in that way. So that's one of my top stories from over the last calendar year. How about going to a bar just to be able to hang out and end up with breasts in my mouth? Oh yeah. yeah. That one. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was wild. That Classic was wild. Christopher Dallas. That was that's old school days. Christopher Dallas, that's, that's right? Old Not old school Christopher Dallas, but young yeah. Christopher Dallas. Yeah, the, the there we go. Yeah. yeah, that type of stuff happened all the time in my life when I was not expecting it whatsoever. But number one for me was, you know, ending. 29 years i mean 26 months of uh sexless streak with you know the the parade because this podcast had a quota from the beginning of the year and i had to get on <laughs> dating apps and bumble and all the rest of that stuff and you know even though it the was, relationship didn't work out that's probably my number a one challenge thing. you call it yeah. a quota it was more like a challenge to a challenge that's to good. date right it wasn't like a quota like i like you know, I was pimping you out or something. Right, 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 right. That but the bottom line is that for the last calendar year, I still have been mostly stuck in the mode of bar, the mode of bar humbug when it comes to dating. And that, you know, you had to get me out of that. Um, and, and, and our listeners enjoyed uh, hearing about what it was like to be overwhelmed in the initial stages of dating um, from Bumble. That was crazy. Still crazy. I'm still tired. <laughs> still tired maybe you'll maybe you'll be untired and fired up by the before the end of the year okay and then you might uh, i thought you were gonna say by the end of the show you might have a boo for christmas so boo for christmas yeah i'll work on that here in early july i'm gonna work i'm gonna write that down boo for christmas well new well, year boo for new year's for new year why why push it off the new year but new christmas is more family i'm thinking of being snuggled up with a boo for new year's you know something a little bit more champagne I mean, a week. It's a the, week, so it's not a, okay. A week okay. difference between New Year's and Christmas, down. so you know. For Christmas slash New <laughs> Year's, they are a week apart, says Nisha Nicole. All right, I'm right. ready. Okay, you ready? You ready? Yeah. So, so is that it for the Monday Morning Report on our year anniversary show? Um, I I just I want to say thank you to the listeners and and yes. all of the guests that we've had. We've had a quite a few guests um yes. this year and they've what's your favorite been... guest my favorite guest that is um <laughs> that's a difficult question yeah the most what's... memorable guest of course is sunshine absolutely absolutely the most memorable guest three uh, hands two holes three hands no, three toes three... three holes two hands <laughs> i got it wrong yes yes <laughs> yeah. yeah that was a wild episode yeah um of I like the episode we did with with Mika and Nicole. Yeah, that was awesome. Sex therapist. Awesome. Um, and you know, I don't want to keep naming guests because they were all great. I, I enjoyed Absolutely. all, but but Sunshine Absolutely. was definitely the most memorable. Absolutely, agree, agree with yeah. that. So, <laughs> looking forward to more guests over the next year, and um, we got a great actually, guest for today. I was gonna say we have a guest today because I don't think you mentioned that in the intro, did you? No, I think I did. You did. Okay, maybe I, I need to wake up then. Okay, come on. Come on but back to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, so what are some of the things you're looking forward to over the next year, Chris? You know, continuing to grow. And I don't mean just... Um, um, height wise and weight wise I mean uh, in terms of our <laughs> in terms of the <laughs> listeners that we have that we're going to be you know, able to I, had, to I had a I had a really bad thought there but I'm just gonna leave that <laughs> <laughs> you 
continuing to grow sexually? Is that what you're thinking <laughs> of? We are a sex, love, and dating podcast. We the are sex a comes sex. First. Yeah, we don't hold anything back in this show. We don't. We don't. So, yeah, I, I set you up for that. My apologies for that. Yes, that's okay. I just think would... co continuing to grow with our base, continuing to grow with our, our reach, continuing to grow uh, as, as an individual and as a collective unit to be able to share our stories. Again, that's what we do. We share our stories to be able to bring to the big picture of what works, what doesn't work, what could possibly work within the within the realm of sex, love and dating. I mean, you know, we stay that we state that in our opening but we really believe that and and we hope to be able to share that and i and i love the feedback that we do get and i hope to be hope to be able to get more of it in year two absolutely that's that's definitely my goal for us to broaden the audience and um get more ears on the podcast so that's that's the goal okay all right well you ready to bring in the buzz topic I'm ready to bring in the buzz topic. Did you want to introduce our guest since she's going to talk about the buzz topic with us? You know, you want to introduce the guest now? Yeah, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. Sure. Kendall, hang on one second. We'll bring you in. Let me give you a warm introduction here. Kendall Lanise is our guest for today, and she's going to join us not just for the show topic on narcissism and emotional manipulators in the world of dating, but she's going to join us for the buzz topic. So let's give her a great introduction. She is an author, professional speaker, meditation and practitioner, practitioner and teacher. She is a talk show host and podcast with a shine podcast. She's a colon cancer survivor and a health advocate. She's also known as the remix coach. She's been a life coach for more than two decades. As a speaker and a certified life coach, Kendell coaches individuals and or groups to reinvent themselves through self-discovery, self-awareness, and self-love. She believes that people are not a product of their past, nor are they a victim of any past circumstance. And one of her key messages that I really like is to remind people that they are their toes are pointed forward for a reason. Ladies and gentlemen, I welcome to the table, Kendell Lanise. Thank you, Kendell. Can you hear us? I can yeah. hear you. Can you hear me? I hear you. 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 First, I want to say congratulations. Wow. One year. Thank you. I heard you. you take my word, anniversary. I just made it up. Maybe I need to yeah. go up at that real quick. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations. Um, everybody is doing podcasts, but everybody does not last. So for you to be here a year, that's something special. So give yourselves a hand because that's big. Round of applause. Seriously. Yes. Seriously, congratulations. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for well, we're looking for forward to it. I know it's going to be a great um, conversation. I've listened to your podcast. I love your energy. And and you just, it's like um, sunshine for your ears when you listen to it. I like that. <laughs> so, I have to feel that. I love that. Thank you it so is much. A it is appropriately named Shine because I can just feel the sunshine coming through through the, the speakers when I listen to your podcast. So. Everybody Aww. loves the sunshine. Aww, right. So okay. There you go with your song. This that's that's the song for this episode. No, no, no. We're sticking away from <laughs> getting away from um from songs. But topic for the day for the buzz. Nisha Nicole, you know. I texted you earlier that I have no idea how to make sense of this. So can you bring oh us God. in and let our, let our audience know exactly what's going on with Tyrese? I couldn't make any sense of it. Okay. So I'll, I'll see if I can, I can I bring apologize. you up to speed. So basically, so basically Tyrese, you know, he's, he's been known for getting on, on social media, airing out his grievances, 
with mm-hmm. his relationships, baby mamas, all t- all types of things. So recently, a few years back, he had a very public wedding. Everybody was happy for him, and then he had a divorce. And and and, and I think I think he's like forty six. And he recently was dating this this girl that was um, in her twenties. Zelly, I don't know if I'm saying her name correctly, and she's a very beautiful black black woman. Um, and but they recently broke up, had a very public breakup, and then he goes on social media and creates this long message about. It looks like he started it out to her to her parents because he said, "Trying to convince me your daughter is not a snake." Okay, that's yeah, that confused me. I was I wasn't sure who he was writing to, and I yeah, it, it's it's not very clear. But but in the message, he talks about how she doesn't want she she doesn't want to be um, married, and how he just wants to be married and have family life. And he's telling men to go go jump in her DMs since she wants to be single, and it's just that's it's messy. Just, it's very messy, very and it gives off bitter to mm-hmm. me. And immature. So you're the one in, yeah. in your 40s and she's in her 20s mm-hmm. and you're the one making the post on social media. Mm-hmm. Kendall, what, what were your thoughts on this story? Ooh, well, Tyrese is the king of airing it out on social media. He is yes. the king of the long book post. He's the yes. king of the almost narcissist because it's always somebody else's fault. He's always you know, acting the way the Tyrese be Tyrese okay? Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, so what more do you want from right, me? He, I think we'll he, never forget that post. Exactly, exactly. So he is that guy. You know how where they say, oh, well, women do this or men do this. He eradicates all of that. He is that guy. And um, what does he expect? He's 46. She is 20 something. She still wants to, to live her life. That's sort of like what um, Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan, that was speculated also that he yeah. wanted to settle down and she was ready to just go out there and kick it and you know be free and young. So um, it was in poor taste. Um, I love the fact that although she's younger, she didn't respond to the foolishness. It was no going back and forth. She just let him be Tyrese. And everybody, as soon as we see a long post, we already know. Right, like, right. And two things. So, yeah, me. I was going to say, Christopher, what what were your thoughts? You know, once, well, two you, things. Once, you, once you came up to speed on what was actually going right, on. And I appreciate you guys breaking it down. <laughs> I, Kendall, I honestly took a look at all the rest of the information, all the rest of the posts, couldn't make any sense of who. It, it was exactly what Nisha Nicole was saying. I couldn't make sense of who... Tyrese was directing that post towards to then make sense of all the different energies that he was transmitting. But now I get it. And so two things come away in terms of the big picture. You know, we always talk about the buzz and we bring it up to the big picture. One, do we know her exact age, the young lady? I think I saw something that said she was 26. Okay, so that's almost the same age gap that I had when I got married. So it is possible for Tyrese to actually expect somebody who's much younger to still be dedicated towards marriage, even though he went about it the wrong way, because I never believe or advocate for airing out your relationship dirty laundry on social media. That is the biggest no-no on social media, in my opinion. Right. You know what I think? I think that he thinks she's not ready to get married, but she might not be ready to get married to him. Boom. Boom. 
And I think that that's the thing because Tyrese, I don't know about Tyrese sometimes, beautiful voice, the man can sing anybody under the table, but I think he is dealing with a lot of trauma. His mom just passed away. Um, He's dealing with a lot. And I don't think he knows how to handle his emotions sometimes. So if we see that from the outside, right? right, Imagine what she sees from the inside. Right. So she's probably like, think what you want. I'm not saying nothing, but bro, I don't want to marry you. That's what she And that is such a huge point. And I see, I, especially like you mentioned the Lori Harvey thing, and we talked about that on, online on, on here before too, is that a lot of times people just assume that, um, number one, that all women want to get married. Hello. And number two, they assume that when we want to get married, we'll just settle or go for the first proposal or any proposal that happens to us. And that is not true. When you're self-aware, which we talk about self-awareness and emotional intelligence all the time, um, then you can recognize those things up front that you know you don't want to deal with long term. And like, like Kendall mentioned, you know, the, the emotional instability that we see from the outside looking in, if she's on the inside, how much more <laughs> has she seen and dealt with? on a personal, uh, on a personal level. So it very well could be, she's ready to get married and they've had that conversation up front. And that's what he thought he was going into it for. And she decided, whoa, 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 this marriage is not the one that I want though. I've had my test run and it's not for me. So, and that's something that as, as adults, when we're dating that we have to deal with that rejection of wanting to go further with the person and they they don't want to go further with us for whatever reason. Yeah. And it, it yeah. seems like, you know, with Tyrese and it's no disrespect to him, but he seems like, you know, there's certain people that you can only take in doses. Yes. <laughs> there's certain people that, you know, when that hour or two hours or a day kicks in, you like, oh, mm-hmm. got to go, got to go. And he seems like he's one of those type of people that you can take in doses. I mean, you heard his friends and you tank and genuine, you know, when they were in the group and all of that, you hear that, you know, often. And I just really think he just has some unhealed, as a life coach, that's what I see. Like he has a lot of unhealed uh, spots. Come on with the life coach. Yeah, I really do. I think (laughs) he has a lot of trauma and unhealed uh, spaces in his life and he hasn't fully healed. So he's going to keep going into the same thing with every woman he's with mm-hmm. until he heals what he needs to heal. And I know he's had, I talked about this this week on my TikTok. He's had mommy issues. He's mm-hmm. been open about that. You mm-hmm. know, he has daddy issues and a lot of people do. So it doesn't mean you can't have a productive relationship. Right like that but he has to be able to address certain things or he's just going to keep coming up against the same thing but with a different face a different woman's face Mm. has to check that baggage first and um and, and with our listeners one when we start noticing these patterns within ourselves um 
that is a great time to do some self-discovery, self-reflection, and most importantly, therapy, if, if, you, if that's accessible to you. Because that is, that is the, a safe space for you to work through these issues. If therapy is, it doesn't sound, sound like the right move, then life coach or um, spiritual counseling, just something to be able to get someone who's objective to help you work through those and provide you with the tools. Because a lot of times I think sometimes people think of therapy as just talking something through. Yeah. But talking it through, we can do that with our friends. That's why therapy is different because we get the tools to be able to process the information and deal with things in a different way or look at it through a different lens that we normally wouldn't look at it through. Absolutely. We all have to do it. Yes. All I love that you said that. I love that you said that, guys. Um, Kendall, if you actually had Tyrese in front of you, or, or if somebody else had done this where they wanted to be able to propose, they wanted to be in a relationship and they blew up on social media about it. And the next thing you know, they were sitting down and having a conversation with you. What would you advise them? What would you say about their attitude towards, you know, not their frustration towards not getting what they wanted out of the relationship? Like, oh, man, I just wanted to be married. And then them blowing up on social media about it because people do it that aren't, you know, nationwide yeah. singers. What would yeah. you tell them? The first thing I would say is keep your personal business off of social media because you're allowing people to weigh in on your personal situation who don't know either one of you. So the first thing I would say is you need to have people in your life who can hold you accountable. Like, boy, take that off of social media. What somebody that you respect to be able to pull your coattail and say, do that. I've had to do that for, for friends before. Like, if you don't yes. take that down, um, and then if they were sitting there, I would ask, you know, what is the real reason you want to get married again? Is it because of what? And I wouldn't lead him, but he may say things like, I don't want to be alone, you know, and then we go into, well, why don't you want to be alone? Um, and then also, if you want to be married again, there is nothing wrong with it, but you must first heal. And then you find a mate who wants the same thing you want. And if that is that important to you, you need to ask that from the gate, from the door. Hey, you know, are you interested in getting married? If so, what would your timeline look at, look like? You know, because had he asked that before, if he did it now, we don't know if he did. Had he asked that before, she might've told him, I'm not trying to get married till I'm 35. And he could come to that agreement or not, you know? So I would... I would ask that first. I would want to know why he would want to get married and um, to find out the backstory because some people want to just get married to get married because they want to be able to post their boo on social media and say, mm -hmm. look at us and look yeah. at us and la di da di da da. You know what I mean? And it could mm -hmm. be for a reason. So that's the first thing I would ask. And then I would ask, you know, three things what are the three things that are important to you the most? And then I would ask her that to see if those align. Because when you're entering a marriage, you have to be in alignment with whoever you're going to marry. Now, people can say it in the beginning, we're in alignment and this is what we're doing. And then you can see telltale signs that it's not the case. But you know, you want to at least have some type of uh, barometer in the beginning. So that's right. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Mm. Nisha, Nicole, anything else you want to add to uh, our buddy Tyrese here on, uh, on the buzz topic? 
No, I, I'm I'm just about done with that topic. I I hope that he gets the healing that he needs, and I hope that um, through this experience, he'll he'll learn to keep things more private. Like even in the, in the relationship stage, like Kendall said, you know, when you put it out there, you're giving people essentially a a license to be able to speak on your situation and i and i personally don't like that (laughs) so i I keep it off but um hopefully this will be a process that he can learn and grow from and 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 not like lash out i love that i want to add a couple of more things to this before we move on from it it's not only putting your business out there for other people to have opinions on it. I think it's selfish in a way. You're trying to be able to tell your point, your slant on this and get your words, your emotions out there. Uh, And you hope that, the hope is that, I think for a lot of people who reach out for this, not just about their relationships, but a lot of people who reach out about their emotional distress on social media are trying to get the sympathy of people who are going to read their posts and then chime in supporting them. So I think it's selfish. You're in a way you're slandering the other person that you're Mm. in a relationship with by just giving your perspective on it, your emotions on it. So that's number one. Outside of the post itself, I still think it's okay, like Kendall said, if you clarify what you want up front, it's still okay to be able to get into a relationship with somebody significantly younger or older, as long as we both know where we're headed with this. Because I think that's one of the things we talked about with him is, you know, you're 46 and she's potentially 26. But, you know, if she's open to marriage, maybe with him or in general, then as long as it's communicated up front, then have at it. It's not just... Uh, what were you expecting? She's so young. Does that make sense? Yeah. Makes makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Because so, normally with stuff like that, sometimes you'll see six months later, she marries somebody else. How many times have we seen that? Right. And she was open to being married, just not to him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So those are the two things that I just wanted to be able to add. And we can move on somewhat related to the show topic of the day. Ready? Nisha Nicole, Kendall? I'm ready. Okay, okay. Show topic of the day, ladies and gentlemen, we have out there in the dating world all kinds of uh, <sighs> narcissists, uh, emotional manipulators, people with borderline personality disorder. They're out there in the dating world. Some of us could be dating them. Some of us might have recently <laughs> dated them in, uh, in, in a recent history. But what can we do to sort of avoid it? What can we do if we're in it? What are some of the real world examples? Um, We'll dive into all of that uh, with our life coach and with the life experiences that we have. Uh, Nisha, Nicole, I wanted to start with you. I know you were in a situation. Yeah, I know you were in a situation (laughs) before we started this podcast, before Mm -hmm. we had our podcast diversary, podversary. What what was Mm -hmm. the word? Mm -hmm. Podversary. (laughs) Podversary. A situation where you weren't really sure if the guy was really in your corner or, or manipulating you. And, and in the end, you, uh, you, you put yourself some great distance from it. But the emotional stress that it caused you for a long time was exorbitant. And I want you to be able to discuss that emotional stress without giving you know, too many specific details to it, to our audience as to what it's like dealing with somebody whose words don't match their actions. Well, I was not expecting you to put me out there on front street <laughs> so, like <sorry>. that. But <laughs> welcome to podcasting, I right. guess. <laughs> sorry about that, Nisha Nicole. No, it's 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 perfectly fine. But um, as you stated in in the show topic, how we've been friends for so long, and this and this um situationship was often the topic of discussion between us because right. uh the person in in question 
was, oh, I love you so much. Yes. I, I love you. And you're so great. You're the, the best thing that ever happened to me. But then when the topic of commitment comes up, it's like, whoa, wait a minute. Um, yeah, I'm not ready for that. I, 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 I'm too hurt for that. And I'm like, what? But not wanting me to date other people. And it was, it was just really emotionally draining and, um, and, and because you're so versed on the topic of narciss narcissism, we talked about a lot, but, uh, as far as like, like what type of traits does this person have? And we both decided, came to the conclusion that he was just manipulative, emotionally right. manipulative, but he wasn't necessarily a narcissist. And the clear right. difference was because there were times when he can't, when he could admit, Hey, I was wrong in this. Right. And one trait about narcissists is that they don't have the, the ability to do that. Correct. And um, and so um, in thinking about that, that's what what made us think about this topic is because the 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 term narcissist and narcissism is so widely used now yes. that a lot of times people don't realize that. There are differences. Of course, narcissists are manipulative. Of course, they're they're gaslighters and they lie. Um, but not all people who are manipulators and liars and gaslight you, not all of them are narcissists. Absolutely. And that is and that is actually a good thing. Because <laughs> is it, it? It, it is a good thing because a person who is who is manipulative, that can be changed. They can okay. change their behavior. They can work on it. They can work on it. They can actually improve. Whereas with narcissists, they can't because a lot of times they've lied to themselves to the point of they believe it. Preaching. And you're dealing with, with, um, with some, I don't even know the term that I'm thinking of, but but a fallacy, so, someone who's living in a, in, in a fallacy in their mind. So you, you, you just can't deal with that. And that's why you often feel like you're going crazy when you're dealing with that person, because you know something to be true and they know something to be true and they're two totally different truths. Mm -hmm. hmm. Kendall, I want to set up the audience also for your, thank you for sharing that, Nisha Nicole. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm sorry for putting you on the spot like that, Kendall. Oh, no, I want to set up our audience to let, to let them know that you've actually done a handful of podcasts specifically recently on this to topic of gaslighting, of narcissism, um, within, with, with, within and without of, outside of the dating aspect. Um, talk about how exactly you got motivated to want to talk about it, wanted to bring that to your audience in the first place. Because I experienced it. Um, I, it's so interesting because I've been talking about it for years, even before I experienced it, you know, the part of life coaching, because you'll coach people or I'll go to events or conferences and speak. And then, you know, people come up to you and they tell you some of their, their story. And I'll be like, they are getting gaslit. You know, it's narcissism, you know, narcissism. And like Nisha said that, um, it's a buzz topic. Everybody is talking about it because I think people are becoming more aware because everybody is looking now to grow and to heal and to examine and therapy is not shameful anymore, seeking help, life coaching or counseling. So I think people are coming hyper aware. And now that we have all of these social media 
speakers and you know everybody is putting everything out there so it's very familiar now to people and i'm glad that you said that nisha nicole because everybody who is manipulative or who lies or who does all these things they don't have to be a narcissist um but so there is rehabilitation for the manipulator um hopefully right but hopefully, um, yes. <laughs> right, hopefully, because sometimes once a manipulator, always a manipulator. If you've always gotten through life manipulating, if you were manipulating teachers in the third grade, you know, and then in high school, you see what you can get, what you want, and you know that that works. And if manipulation is a tactic that has worked for you your whole life, it has become a part of the fabric of who you are. And that might be your, you know, your way to get what you want. And there's a not a lot of manipulators in business that are extremely successful because they manipulated their way to yes. the, you know. So it's, it's interesting. Um, but if you bring attention to it for someone who is not a narcissist, then they may examine themselves and say, "Oh, wow, that was manipulative." Because I think everybody has manipulated a situation. At sure. Sure. I think we all are guilty of that, but it's not habitual. Right. And that's where that's the, the difference, because sometimes we manipulate and we don't even know we're manipulating. You know, and, and, and sometimes we can manipulate with with um, a positive intent. Like I, mm-hmm. I have done Boom. things where I've manipulated yeah. a person into doing something that was that I thought was for their good and they were reluctant about doing it. So you know, yeah, I think we all, we all manipulate to some degree at some point in our lives. Exactly. And are you using your manipulation for good or evil, right? (laughs) It's really superpowers of manipulation, you know, because I've been in a relationship um, and I, in the relationship, I kept saying, you are gaslighting me. You are gaslighting me. And he was like, Oh, you just learned that new word. Why do you keep saying? I was like, no, I've always known that word, but I never seen it in my face, in front of my face. I never seen it, Ooh. and you know, and that's a power. When you see that, that Jedi mind trickery, that <laughs> so, trickerization, it's like what? So, okay, so we've used the term gaslighting several mm. times so far. So, Christopher, can you? Can you define what exactly gaslighting is? Gaslighting is just a men- emotional manipulative tool to be able to make you think that you're not seeing things the right way. You're remembering something wrong or you don't have the right handle on something. It's just to be able to get you to question yourself. Um, so Kendall used a perfect example once on her podcast. If you're saying that the grass is green, the narcissist, uh, somebody emotionally manipulative can say, are you sure it's green? I don't think you think it's green. You're seeing this in a little way. And like, I think that it's green, the grass out in front of my house. And yeah. next thing you know, you're questioning yourself. Yeah. Got it. Gaslight. Got it. But my question for Kendall is what's scary for our audience. What's scary for me is that you've counseled people upon how they've been gaslighted or manipulated and you still walked into it yourself. Then how yeah. can people who aren't familiar with any of these terms or any of these manipulative skills, uh, schemes, how can they not walk right into it like a brick wall? Yeah, it's, it's so interesting because I'm glad that you brought that up because nobody's above it because we have no control over other people and how they are. And if you're a narcissist, 
Like you can be a gaslighter and not a narcissist, right? Right. So, right. It's, so it's not one in the same. And I think sometimes people put them one in the same, but they aren't. Like people can gaslight you and you know and invite you into a situation, a conversation, an argument that you never accepted the invitation to. Like it's that smooth, right? Really and smooth. Yes. can get anybody can get gaslit because it's that smooth. And then you can realize when it's happening, like, oh, snap, because it's really that smooth and it's often subtle. It's often like you're, you're questioning yourself like, well, dang, I was kind of, it'll have you with mm -hmm. the trickery mm -hmm. and you'll think it. And mm -hmm. you're like, well, wait a minute. So that's why it can sneak up on you because you can look at it as uh, someone just telling you about yourself or checking you or doing it out of love or you know what I mean it's that yeah. type of thing oh where they can use the right tone or the wrong right. words exactly they could be you know but that person is trying to talk over you that person that is changing the story around and manipulating the outcome or the person that's um they they how do I want to say this they're they have you questioning what you know is true in front of your your face. Absolutely. So if you were if you were tired, for instance, you're just tired. They might they might play on that because you're tired. And when you're tired, you might doubt yourself. You know, you'd be like, "Oh, I thought I saw that, but who? I was tired." They'll play on what they know is true, and you won't even know. Like they can mm. slide right in in that way, in that real tricky way where you don't even catch it right away and then you, right exactly I'll give, I'll give you an example like um the guy that that chris was talking about earlier with me like we had some instances in in the past like if if he had one behavior that he did in the past mm -hmm. and then you do it currently and i'm talking about what happened currently and i say this is why you know, this is why this is a problem for me because you've done this, this many, or oh, why you want to bring up the past? You you there can you never go. get over mm -hmm. the past. I've mm -hmm. already apologized for that. Mm -hmm. And I thought we moved. And I'm like, but you don't understand and that this relates to your recent behavior mm -hmm. as well. And, mm -hmm. and then it starts to, and then that's, that's that, that gaslighting to get you off, mm -hmm. off track because instead of us focusing on the issue that I'm trying to yeah. focus yeah, take on. Take you to somewhere else. But I, yeah. yeah, but but no, but now the problem is me because I can't let go of the past and I'm holding on to stuff and I should have let it go because you apologize and you're a better person, even though you're not a better person because you're still doing it, you know, and, and it's just that constant cycle and then you just get overwhelmed and just tired and you just give up. Yeah. Because they they're they're good for shifting the blame to mm -hmm. avoid accountability. So yes. it's it's very difficult to hold a narcissist or a gaslighter again, they're not always one and the same, but um it's hard to hold their feet to the fire because they're never going to own up to anything. Ever. Like if you say why oh, let me think of an example why did you put the TV right there? It could be something as simple as that saying, well, yesterday you put the TV right there. Like, yes. but you didn't answer the question. But yesterday you did. 
So I don't see, you know, and it's that type of thing. Like even something so basic, they can't do it. They just outright just deny facts. If, if you're showing them facts about what they did or you're showing, listen, they're listening to something that they did, they will even deny that. Well, that didn't happen. And you press and rewind like, yes, it's it did. fake news. Wait, right. fake it's news. fake news. It's fake news. And Add more to that. Good person. They're always a good. They're guy always a good girl. person. They're always like the victim. It's everybody else. They're not just denying just to be able to deny it. They're not just trying to get out of it. They're denying to be able to get you more agitated, so they can then. That's how Boom. they flip it to be the victim. Boom. So when then you say, "Why did you move the TV there?" Well, you put it there yesterday. Then said, and then you're saying, "Wait, well, I didn't put it there yesterday." But look at you getting all upset. You are just Boom. always that's out of the box you. with that, and yeah. then go into a history of how you get upset. Yeah. So yeah. the more yeah. energy you yeah. pour into the situation, oh. the more they'll pull out of it yeah. to manipulate you. They're yeah. not there just to be able to deny their own culpability and whatever the yeah. situation is you're trying to bring up. Oh. They're there to get you more gaslit, yeah. right. lit up emotionally than when you first were there. And they fell into the pond, and that's and how I fell into the pond. Right there, what you just said. That's and how I fell in. They'll say phrases like. You know, a a a um an innocent person wouldn't be that upset. Only people who are guilty get that get that mm -hmm. upset over something mm -hmm. so so the minor. Triggerization. It's like what? Mm -hmm. yeah. They want to bring you to that point. It's they bring you. I often use the um like, and all the older people know what I'm talking about. Like Mr. Magoo, right? Mr. <laughs> Magoo is driving the car. He's kind. He's blind, and he's driving all the accidents behind him. <laughs> Nisha Nicole, are you old enough to know Mr. Right. Magoo? Vaguely, I remember it. <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on, or he's pretending mm -hmm. he doesn't know what's going on behind him, and then there's a mess. But how they do, I, the pond that I fell in is just what um, you were talking about, is when you're just like this, and you're just talking, and then that person is trying to overtalk you. So then your voice elevates. Then the person is cutting you off. Then your voice elevates because you want to be heard. And then you're like, would you listen to me? Look at you. <laughs> then they go like this. Look at you. They bring you it down. Fight, you yelling. Uh -huh. You know, is something wrong with you? You okay? Because why are you acting crazy? Mm -hmm. As enlightened as involved, as enlightened and and as it, um, evolved as you and you're acting like this that was to me now yeah. now so the, you're a life coach and you're acting like this too. i was gonna say that the oh, he wait, was don't you have the tools yeah mm. that and it's like nothing was it like literally i'm raising my voice because i'm trying to be heard because right you, Cutting me off, you keep talking over me, but they love that. They love to get you riled up and yeah. they look at your patterns and look at behaviors and see. So then if you play it right, and then you just be like, okay, and shut it down, like you're not going to try. That's what you got to start doing. You're not going to try if you see someone's pattern. You're not going to try to keep talking because you already know they're going to cut you off. You say, okay. So even if you say, okay, and you still are this level, okay, then they'll still come back and still say, but what, you don't have nothing to say, the agitating. Yeah. And it just Cause, goes. Because they, they know the triggers and they know how to use them. And what well, I was going to ask you is if, if he said things like, oh, how you, like, 
if only your your clients could see how you respond to things and try to diminish your your accomplishments or or your 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 background by saying look at you you know miss miss life coach how you exactly. coach someone else's life when you can't even control your own emotions yeah. and things like, like that yeah like like life coach um don't you have the tools I, you know i can't you know it's that type of thing where i don't have no problems with nobody i ain't never had this problem with nobody else but <laughs> oh well you know what i'm saying but then yes. they'll try to be like they'll have you oh well don't you have the tools oh mm. well why don't you act like you do when you have your clients i hear right. you and acting like that it's to diminish you and to perhaps to have you second guess yourself mm-hmm. or to say things like you sound crazy or don't be so sensitive mm-hmm. or you know i was just joking mm-hmm. or or you need help those are all cues that you're being gaslit when yeah. you know you didn't do nothing but pass gas you need help you get what i'm saying <laughs> right. simple, but they'll they'll take it there you know, and it's just, it's interesting. It's very interesting. So it's tough to see them coming, but I want to emphasize something Nisha Nicole said earlier, where they can't be, quote unquote, cured from it. So if you find yourself in these situations and and they're unwilling usually to go, be able to go to counseling um, or to be counseled because counselors can't make them see themselves, can't make a narcissist see themselves, to work on themselves. So it is incumbent upon that person, then you, the, the person who's involved with the narcissist, to leave the situation and cut off all contact because they will continue to try to manipulate you exactly. for as long as you try and go back and forth, ping-ponging back and forth. Exactly. That is still like you're trying to cut them off and they amp it up even more to try to be able to win you back. So what happens is with people who are, um, I, I'm just people like myself who have a, a savior complex and, and I'm just, I'm just putting it out, out there. I'm not diagnosing myself, but you feel like you can save people from yeah. themselves and help. Or people. you see the good in them. You see the mm-hmm. good it in can't them. Be like, well, they're not always like that. And you make excuses for them, but, or, or, or I've well, they'll seen, call you I've, what they are. I've seen who you truly are. And that's that little good glimpse that you saw probably the first two, three weeks or first month that you were. Or it could have been love bombing. Yes, the love bombing person. And you think that that is the true person and you're trying to bring them back to that person. That's when it becomes so difficult to cut those people off because you want to believe what they're saying when they're saying, you know, I'm, you know, whatever, whatever the, 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 the messages that they get to try to keep you from cutting them off um and it becomes very difficult and one of the things I remember you saying before Chris is that that's why a lot of times um narcissists choose empaths and people who are very emotionally sensitive and don't have those you know because some people you know I know people that can just cut you off and they're just done right. and Meanwhile, I'm laying in bed and I even though this person did this awful thing, but but they didn't really mean it like that. And yeah, I just and I, I don't like, think some narcissists think that they're narcissists. They probably don't no, they don't they're just a way of life for them. No, Absolutely. they they have no clue. They they just think that, you know, um I'm I'm just a, a, a alpha person and I'm 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 a leader. So that's why people get feel like they can't they can't deal with me because they're too weak. Yeah, and all narcissists are not made the same either. Mm -hmm. Different. 
different ways that people do it because they're unaware. So they're not actually reading the definitions and acting as it. They're just being themselves and they don't even understand that that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So with all of the things that we're, we're I, I hope that we're able to give our audience a clear picture of what narcissism is and what other emotional manipulators are doing because there's borderline personality out there. There are other personality disorders out there that are unfortunately incurable. And I want to make sure that, go back to Nisha Nicole's original point, that there are some people that may display some of these attributes and that are still willing to work on themselves. And those are the people that you can still go to counseling, work out all of the details to be able to get your relationship moving forward. So I think the key point for a lot of people who are empathic out there, a lot of people who have integrity or have the savior complex, that still, if you're within that, if you can get that down into a relationship and say, hey, here's some of the things that I see, here's something that I'm gonna work on, let's go talk about it. If you deal with somebody who wants things to be better, right there in that moment when you say, let's talk, let's get counseling, let's do meditation, let's talk to a life coach, if they're willing to go with you, that's a big indication that they're not a narcissist. Their willingness to be able to work on themselves or the relationship or themselves for the sake of the relationships moving forward. So, you know, we talk about how to tell who they are, what they are, that's a big one. Are they willing to work on themselves? Yes. Check the box. Mark, no, maybe not. And and that's regardless of whether they are narcissists or not. Right. If if you're just a regular, just just a, a bad person. <laughs> okay. If you <laughs> if you don't want to work on yourself, then we I think we talked about this a couple of episodes ago when we talked about the um those questions that you ask yourself. If you if you don't want to work on right. you, then I can't be with you. Right. Because I yeah. can't work on me and yeah. you at the same time. Like I tell people that dating all the time when I'm coaching someone, I say, you ask them, have they ever been to therapy? Have they ever gotten coaching? Have they ever got counseling? Because, and if you're, because if you're doing the work on yourself and they have not done that or are opposed to doing that, then there's no reason to entertain that relationship. Mm. You don't. Can you I put that on a bumper that. sticker? That, that, that's so important. Yeah, and if they're saying counseling therapy, that's for suckers, or that's for white people, because you've heard people say foolish stuff like that, (laughs) you know, or if you ask, have you ever, you know, done your self-work, or if you listen to someone and they're always blaming the last ex for everything, you know, and they don't take any accountability, because everybody has to take accountability, and when you're dealing with psychological abuse, that leaves scars, you know, it's traumatic because now you have to undo and retrain yourself, you know? And then it's it's really scary because it can be that subtle. And it's, I'm telling you, psychological abuse, sometimes for a lot of people, that healing doesn't happen overnight or they don't ever heal completely from it. I've seen mm. people who cannot, because think about it, if they were raised by a narcissistic parent. Oh my goodness. If their best friend is narcissist, if they had two narcissists, men or women in a row, you know, and women are narcissists too. Absolutely. Men, not just men, right? So it's it's very traumatic because at first, when you first get out of the situation, you're going to question everything. So you have to undo that. Yes. And that's healing. You know, I'm a healing coach. 
I speak to people, I heal myself constantly every single day. You know, it's so important. And when I speak to other people, I speak to myself as well. And that's how you have to do it. As, as human beings, you can't be above healing. Everybody needs to heal from something. And healing is a continuous journey. But if you're dating, you want to make sure that they have done the work. And if they have not done the work and if they can't hold themselves accountable and they're not willing to, to speak truth even to themselves, then you got to move on to the next person. Yes. Because, you know, if it's not gaslighting, the next person will be, it could be, you know, not taking responsibility for stuff or not being responsible, or you can stay stagnant and you get into a relationship and you're growing, 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 soaring, soaring, soaring. And that person is just staying put because they don't feel like they need to grow. So then if you're dealing with someone in that, in that way, their relationship, your relationship won't flourish. Their business won't flourish. Nothing around them will flourish because they're not growing. And then mm -hmm. you're going to surpass them, whether you're the man or the woman, and it's not going to work for the long haul. I love it. Boom. That's it. <laughs> Nisha Nicole, anything else you want to add to our wonderful topic of the day? Um, no, I, I don't have anything else to add except um, just you know listen to your gut um a lot of times we hear that 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 inner voice telling us this is not right sometimes the inner voice screams at us run mm -hmm. and we we don't listen I, I feel like if we just tune in and listen and apply um what's being told to us from our inner self then we can save ourselves some of that heartache as well you speaking the truth. I wish I'd heard this podcast a couple of years, like five years ago. <laughs> because your gut and your intuition never lies to you. You see red flag, you can't even see because the red flag is in your eye. But right. you still, you know, you still do what you want because you're listening to oh, what the I said. other person. I thought it was six flags. But... Red flags, six flags, how many flags? You're like, oh, he's got a red flag. He's so cute. Yeah. All right. Look at him holding that red flag. Run, run. Right, run, Forrest, run. run. Oh, my God. Right. All right. Well, Nisha Nicole, I think we can wrap up this episode uh, with what we're bringing to the table. You want to start us off? You want me to start off? You can start off this week. Okay. So what we bring to the table is something intrinsic, not necessarily just something about, oh, I can cook, oh, I can clean, oh, sex is really good. Something about us that would make the relationship better. And on the topic of our show topic for today, and even going back to Tyrese, what I want to bring to the table in a relationship in the future is, is, the, is the proverb of broken versus whole. What narcissists leave a lot of people after the relationship is broken emotionally, trying to put together the pieces, needing, needing to seek out other people, other counselors, uh, life coaches, uh, all, all, the, all the rest of the people who are out there to try and help people put together. What I want to bring to the table in any relationship is to make that person whole, make that person better. And I would challenge anybody out there who's listening to this right now, who's in a relationship, is that person that you're in a relationship with her, with better because you're with them are they better emotionally because you're with them not just supporting them or what they're going through but you can actually make their life better make their emotions better make them physically better because they're with you and i hope that i can be that type of person in a relationship in the future broken versus whole mm. i like it mm -hmm. i like it and it 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 
very much is in sync with what I'm bringing to the table this week. Okay. Um, which I'm I'm gonna take a take a page out of out of Christopher Dallas's book and use a little alliteration this week. Uh, okay, a happy helper. <laughs> so I mentioned um, earlier, jokingly, kind of about my savior complex, but one of my one of my just innate attributes as a person is to help. And I know the Bible talks about a wife or a woman being a helpmate. And I I just part of me just does that naturally. If I'm if if I'm talking to someone, a friend, and they say, you know, I'm I'm doing this and and I need help with this, and my mind automatically goes to, oh, I know this person that does this and that person that does this. Let me connect you guys together. And um, and so that's what I bring into all of my relationships, whether it's romantic or friendships, it's just being that helper. And like you said, am I making this person better? And that's always my goal. If you have a goal and dreams, if there's any way I can help you, even if it's just giving you a website, that's what I want to do. I want to help you obtain those goals. I want to help you get to that next next level or or that milestone that you've been trying to get to. So so that's that's my goal in, in any relationship I'm in. Um, to Help be out. Happy helper. Happy helper. Awesome. 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 Kendall, you want to close this out? It sounds like we are all in alignment because what I'm bringing to the table is healing, wholeness, uh, humor, and some help. Because <laughs> I need to, I need, if I'm, <laughs> I need to be, to make you better in some type of way, if I'm in a relationship with you. And like you said, even if it's a friendship, I need to have made an imprint on you that's going to last forever. And that's going to better you long after the relationship breaks up, if it breaks up, right? you know, that's my mission is to come and add value to your life. So if I had to sum all of that up, I want to bring value into my next relationship. Awesome. 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 We appreciate you sharing that value into a next relationship, helping, helper. Um, But Kendall, where can the people find you if they want to reach you? All of our audience would say, oh, man, she was awesome. Where can I find more of her? I gotta go. Well, y'all can find, no, I'm just joking. Um, I am at Kendell Anise across the board, K-E-N-D-E-L-L-L-E-N-I-C-E across the board. Find me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Uh, YouTube. YouTube. You can subscribe to my channel, Kendell Anise. Please subscribe to my channel. I'm growing my page. I'm very consistent. I have amazing content on there, something for everybody. I'm all about education, elevation, and entertainment. Also, follow and subscribe and listen to my podcast, Shine with Kendellanese. It's in its eighth Shine. season. Woo! It's eighth. Wow. Wow. That's, that's, an ele- seven, that's, eight. that's an elementary schooler. Yes. Like. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, so amazing. So many amazing shows out there. And also, if you want to book your free life coaching consultation, you can go to livingtruelivingyou.com to do that. And I would love to work with you. I'm also available for conferences, seminars, podcasts, talk shows. You can book me there as well. It has been a joy and a pleasure to be here with you both beautiful well, people. I appreciate thank you. you. You definitely added value to this episode. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Kendall. Thank you. And, and, 
Thank Nisha you. Nisha Nicole can close us out. Sure. So for our listeners, you know, you can find us on pod, on um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and continue to share and like and comment. And of course, if you have feedback for us, you can email us at askthetablepod at gmail.com. It's been a while since we've heard from you guys. So please come on, let us know you're out there. Anyway, that's it for this episode, this week's episode. And we hope that everyone has an awesome, awesome week. And until next time, goodbye. Have a great week. Bye.